This is a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. Find us at k103.se. Due to copyright, the music is shortened. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try this again. Thank god this isn't live. Hello everyone, this is Fatima speaking from the show about nothing. I am here in the studio with uh, beloved Marie and Belen and we are Las Tres Histéricas. And (laughs) 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 That is exactly how Max would describe it, yes. If you're wondering why we're calling ourselves Las Tres Histéricas, which would translate to the three hystericals or the, the three hystericals, yeah. yeah, that works. Uh, and uh, it's because we have, like, our focal point of this show is going to be on uh, the uterus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I don't know if you know this, people listening, but the word hysterical comes from uh, the Greek word hystros, which means. Um, what did it mean? Uterus. Yeah. So basically, if you have a uterus, you're hysterical. It's such, it makes so much sense all of a sudden. Like, I've yeah. never, uh, I mean, you know, women being hysterical, mm. always. Mm. Yeah. yeah. The so circle is closing. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that's why we're here to talk about it. Because we're cyclic. So yeah. the circle oh my is God. always closed. Oh my God. Everything is falling into place. Yes. Right. Finally. Right. <laughs> so. so ev- Sorry, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you stop. No, you I, I just want to say, like, everything about the uterus, like the good things, the bad things, the wanted things, the unwanted things, this is going to be content of the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Official facts and stats, uh, unofficial personal experiences. Bullshit opinions that we're going to share on. Yeah. The usual. Mambo jumbo, <laughs> just how we roll in the show. <laughs> That's how we do it on the show about nothing. Uh, this is K103 and we are going to listen to a little song before we get into the depths of depths of things. You know, doing those... But let's listen to uh, a song called Blood, which is uh, quite quite nice. It's you sadly know, sang by men, but it does talk about blood. Blood, so you know, I uterus, it works. blood. Yeah. Like, it happens see what a I few times there. a month. Yeah. month. Well, no, <laughs> a year. Uh, Dive in. Here it goes. <laughs> And this is the show about nothing on K103. We are talking about everything and nothing related to the uterus today. <laughs> yeah. You have one, right? Yeah, I have one. I, I hope so. I think so, yeah. 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 I mean, you had I one mean, of fact, those ultra, 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 ultrasounds. I things, did. So you, you, you know you, had, you have one. I've seen it. I've but seen what it. kind of uterus do you guys have? Because apparently <laughs> there are two kinds. There are some uteruses that, that protrude forward. And others that go backwards, like they would push into okay. your intestine oh. and stuff. Mine goes interesting. That's why women normally have like a little pouch that you can never get rid of. Uh-huh. That's that's where your uterus is. So flat tummies, not a thing. We have a uterus, so it's uh-huh. impossible to have flat tummies. Okay, can I say something? This is mm-hmm. uh, random. I mean, uh, for all you people out there who have your period. Uh, I get uh, people get different types of period aches, yeah. um, and I have two things that are quite odd. One is that I uh, I get um, like my legs right above my knees. I get mm. really weak, like just above the knees, like mm-hmm. lower part of the thigh. But okay. also, yeah, it's like this tingly feeling. That's mm. what that's the sign that it's coming, sort of. Um, and then the first day, it's gonna be like painful there. 
but also um, sort of in towards the back, meaning that when I s- sit down or if I this is I'm I'm oversharing, but this is a show where I'm gonna overshare a lot, so be ready for some <laughs> vulgar things. But um, uh, when I go to the toilet to do number two, it hurts as well. Yeah. When Ooh. I have my period, I have like I, so I'm I'm guessing because I didn't know this thing about forward mm. and backwards. Mm-hmm. But then I guess I have like a backwards leaning one. Maybe. Yeah, I think I got told when I went to the to the gynecologist, and yeah. they were like exploring me, and they say, "Do you want to know which kind of uterus you have?" And yeah. I'm like. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Hit me with your best shot. Because I also like I'm I'm a generally brag <laughs> like flat tummied person. Uh-huh. So like <laughs> <laughs> brag. <laughs> brag. Disclaimer. <laughs> no, but I'm uh, like Please don't hate me. Oh. <laughs> so I I'm guessing it's like going the other way which I I, yeah. I actually have no idea which I direction everybody looked different. <laughs> my uterus is leaning but I can to relate the to the to the right. <laughs> To Always follow your nose. Yeah. No, but I can relate to the pain. Yeah, it's like yeah. I have it as well and it's really uncomfortable. I don't yeah. have the knee thing, but it's just, yeah. Mm. My legs fall asleep when I'm like having really bad periods. Ah. Yeah. This is like like you get swollen, so with like clutch up no, a nerve it, or something? Yeah, or? something. That's how it feels. Like <laughs> I get like my legs like from uh, from hip to to uncle like ah, I cannot walk asleep. sorry I'm on my period <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, no we're laughing yeah, about it but it happens yeah, yeah. but it I happens. have I think I'm lucky in my family talking about periods like my, my I know my grandmother she would be like bedridden the first day and my, my sister also has a lot of per- uh, period related uh, problems I was listening to a podcast on endometriosis the other yeah. day yeah and they had a doctor that uh, was talking about it. He was a specialist in yeah. endometriosis. Endometriosis is like um, uh, oh, it's a diagnostic you can get if you have very troublesome periods. Like it's yeah. a tumor connected to your. No, it's the endometrium, like, like yeah. the blood that you that you uh, bleed. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Uh, when you have your period, mm. it's uh, it's the um, lining of your uterus that mm. gets fluffy so that. If there's a baby coming in, it has like a nice cushion to to yeah, okay. uh, to okay. rest on. So that's what you bleed when you have your period. So with endometriosis, what happens is that you never really bleed out the whole yeah, of it gets the stuck lining. In like poaches, right? Yeah, it gets stuck like mm-hmm. a chewing gum, to, and it adds I think you have to your the, organs. The bleeding cells in like wrong parts of your yeah, inner exactly. organs. So yeah. it's, for example, not bleeding in your uterus, but like around your liver or something yeah, yeah. and that's really dangerous so mm-hmm. people are in a lot of pain and that's maybe a disclaimer so if you have very abnormal crazy period pains yeah. you should go and have yourself checked out because yeah. it's not normal to suffer like crazy like you shouldn't right yeah, yeah. yeah. I this doctor in the podcast said periods are not supposed to hurt you are not supposed to have to have to require some EPN or Alvedon to be able to live your life. You shouldn't from it. <laughs> Isn't no. everybody on, on painkillers when they have their periods, honestly? I am. I, I, yeah. I, I am for sure. I'm so getting medicated and I don't give a damn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like I was, I, I, we, I, I think I've said this before, we're going to get out from periods in, in a while, but... Uh, but uh, I was li- I was watching the, the show, Belen, you and I talked about it. It's... Um, uh, it's a Canadian show with mothers, working moms. Yeah, the working, working moms. moms. The one you liked and I didn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and there's this one scene with this girl. She's maybe, I don't know, say 11, 12 or something. And mm. she gets her period. And she asks, like, she, she doesn't know that she, um, uh, what the blood is or whatever. And then she's asking, like, how long am I going to bleed? And then mm. the, the adult woman in this 
conversation says, well, give or take 50 years. <laughs> and it just it just shocked me. I'm like, yeah, are well, you going to... It was really like, are oh, you going to bleed between three days and seven days or something, yeah. which is like maybe a standard or... But then you're just like, fuck, your whole life. But like, anyway, just a disclaimer. If having your period makes you not be able to do what you would do on a regular day please go get checked and when they try to write it off because it happens a lot mm. please insist inform yourself or go to a different doctor or yeah, yeah, or be yeah. a pain in the ass yeah. because you are in pain and you are entitled to. to ask for help yes from professionals yeah so. but leaving this a little bit gang we have this is like our first show for 2022 oh, yeah. happy new years have Thank you guys you. had your periods already this year <laughs> <laughs> uh Yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm on I it. did, but let's leave the periods for now for a little bit. Um, it is the first and last show for a while that Marie, this voice here, is going to be in the studio in uh, the show <laughs> recording time because I'll uh, I'll venture around a bit in different areas and I'll hopefully be like the expatriate joining from uh, mm. abroad soon. Bleeding abroad. <laughs> Bleeding abroad. I'm going to turn <laughs> this into a documentary. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I really wish you good luck in your new endeavors. But don't worry, don't fret. She's coming back. It's just we're going to have a little hole uh, where Marie, Marie might be joining in from. Home. Yeah, she's going to join from afar, but she might not be as regular as uh, she has been up up to this point. And we're all very sad about this. We are. But yes. we, we uh, what's the word when you... Like, wish best, like, we want this for you. Like, this is a good thing for you and we're happy for you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Belen, like, so what's happening with you? My life, um, I don't know. You're in the end of your like, semester ooh, now. Uh, I'm at the end of my semester. I have not done great, I don't think. Because uh, I'm having a lot of trouble focusing and actually putting in the work when it comes to school. I'm being very insecure, very anxious about my assignments. And that often leads to not handing them in. <laughs> yeah. And like handing them in later or not at all. So I'm a bit struggling. So that is like my my first thing of 2022 just get your shit together woman and it's okay if your essay is not perfect yeah. it's okay like just hand things in and try to pass the subjects what kind of because this reminds me of uh, this was years ago i did a math test in school and i knew i wasn't gonna, i wasn't going to be great at it so instead of actually doing the test i sat down and i wrote to my teacher on the test like i'm sorry i haven't done this right i will do it later uh, and then i went out so like for me it's either i fail completely or, or i ace it like i can't yep. do this yep. be humble to myself and be like it's okay if you no. just know like 70 percent it's so embarrassing yeah it's so embarrassing to like hand in something that you know is not great yeah to me mm. but uh, this is something some kind of pressure that i just put on myself nobody is saying belen If you're not perfect, you gotta But go. But as your radio colleague, I can say, well, you know, maybe semester-wise speaking, it wasn't the greatest, but you, you know, kicked off uh, a radio show participation in the last month yeah. and mm. became a solid part of the show about nothing. So achievements yeah. were made, maybe mm. in yeah, other you moved. You know, areas. I mean, you've big changes oh. in your life for sure. Like you're a good, you're, you're strong, remember it. 
Yeah, I tend to forget about that. Mm. How are you? How's 2022 going for you, kid? <laughs> well, um, I mean, I, I've said this in a previous show. Like, 2021 was not um, was not great for me. Like, it was a hard year with breakups and moves and, and, like, depression. Like, it was a hard year. And then it fucking continues into 2022. <laughs> because I actually, I had uh, two, str- two, what was it called? Two lines on my COVID test mm-hmm. and two lines on my pregnancy test. So, Ooh, damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and it's what we were talking about this yesterday and Marie was like, fuck, it's like the 14th of January and you're all, you're starting your life with COVID and uh, and an 2022 abortion. has like, delivered like yeah. two like, surprises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no, so New Year's I was uh, I was one of those who got really 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 sick in COVID. Like I was in fever and couldn't, you know, almost hallucinating in bed, mm-hmm. just spinning, couldn't sleep. It was awful. And then um I found out I also found out that I was pregnant and I uh, decided to have an abortion because it's not timely for me now and so yeah I went through an abortion this week mm-hmm. uh, like two days ago uh, so still bleeding which is also periods but yeah so it's sort of also what triggered this conversation because yeah. you know abortion is I was so happy when I went to the doctors because I've never experienced abortion before I've never been pregnant before and they were so accommodating they were talking about all of these various options and nobody was trying to affect my decision whatsoever mm-hmm. um which made me feel uh, really really good and um and it also made me like I was thinking about all of these other people other places where you like you don't have the right to maybe choose for yourself and you i, I know um well you have a story about somebody trying to uh, but i was looking at belen about somebody trying to um well trick women into not having an abortion and i think we can talk about that maybe just after a little song yeah. um mm-hmm. plugging Let's this go. now but yeah so Let's two lines on my covid test and two lines on my pregnancy test yay she's a very positive person people <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to gothenburg student radio k103 I'm so sorry. I don't know if you heard that, but I just shushed my colleagues, and that was very, yeah. very, uh, very rude of me. It's it's the the masculine absence is turning you into the man, smashing yeah. the women. I'm oh so my sorry. god! <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you are listening to us, and we are talking about um, uteruses and bleeding and like positive tests, not only yeah. COVID tests but also pregnancy tests. Yeah. And what happens when you get that pregnancy test positive? Yeah. Well, so, so you need to you need to make a choice at that you point. To make a choice, oh. and if your choice is I need to get an abortion, it might look a little bit different depending on where you are. Mm-hmm. I come from Spain. Spain is, as you all maybe maybe not all of you, but many of you will know that it's a ca- historically Catholic country where church has a lot of power, especially due to uh, the dictatorship that we went through for 40 years in the last century. So being uh, Franco, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean Franco, just Francisco like, Franco, yeah, the biggest bastard after Hitler, maybe. Just, just to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so, um, abortion rights were like quite controversial after, like, mm, they didn't exist during the dictatorship, and afterwards they're still very much frowned upon. I'm not very sure when exactly the law was approved, but it wasn't that long ago. And even today, there's still a lot of like quite, quite hardcore movement on banning the abortion law that mm-hmm. is functioning at the moment. And at least in Madrid, I know that 
the abortions are performed in private clinics. You're derived from the um, from the regular hospital or uh, yeah, care place you go to. I forget words when I need them the most. God <laughs> damn it! And uh, and then you're derived from there to a private clinic. So there are some people that are against abortion, like very much like you like. Uh, in the film Juno where people mm-hmm. were yeah. camping yeah there's like the one with the burger telephone yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah in the film Juno she tries to go and get an abortion and there's people outside camping and they talk about how her baby already has nails and then she walks into the um, the waiting room at the abortion clinic and starts noticing how everyone is sort of like Um, tapping their nails tapping the nails and stuff and then she just leaves running like he already has nails and like sort of gets freaked out like uh, long story short she keeps the baby she stays pregnant Uh, sorry about spoiling Juno it's a very (laughs) old film it's an old one it's okay (laughs) like if it's more Um, than three years you're fine so there's like a similar thing going on in Spain right now uh, that I've heard of it was in the news not that long ago about uh, I think it was a priest that went around in a van van and then Uh, he would stop people that were gonna um, walk inside the abortion clinic and try to like offer them comfort, quote unquote, and uh, like would mm, make them sit inside his van and like sort of talk to them, Sounds offer them nasty. some coffee, mm-hmm. and uh, like mm, under the pretense of calming them down or like talking to them, trying to talk them out, but having like a friendly conversation. And the issue is that if you are going to get an abortion, you need to be, you need to have your belly completely empty. You need to be sober and like have no food. No, no food, no drinks, no nothing. So if if they drank this coffee that this man offered them, they were not able to get the abortion. They Such wanted a to. They were scheduled to. So they have to like rebook the appointment. That could make it too late to get an abortion uh, because there's there's laws and rules on that Mm. or maybe they would change their mind or you know just to just to make sure that these women have their babies this man would be doing this now when they do have their babies i don't know where this man is going to be is he going to be giving them like any sort of sport because i'd be interested in knowing that as well like in in my mind this this person like i'm trying to project myself into his his mind and i'm just imagining how he's like thinking that he's like this savior of all mm. and like which also sort of grosses me out a little bit yeah, because this egotistical thing. he's like but clearly sorry but like ahead. he's clearly putting the unborn life that mm. is growing inside of whatever woman's mm. belly at that time mm. uh, higher than the life of the I don't woman. know of the woman yeah so, so yeah. like I don't care about what is gonna happen to you maybe you don't have money maybe you're like in a shit mm. situation to mm. having a fucking child but mm. let's just you know value whatever is unborn more mm. than your own choice so yeah, yeah clearly you're never obligated label. To, to donate an organ to anyone just yeah. so yeah. that person will keep would stay alive yeah. like yeah. you don't So why would you have to be obligated to give your life for, yeah. for this one? Or But like it's not only other lives, the same life that he's claiming to be saving there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he doesn't care about once it's out. 
of the mother's body. Yeah, right? that's true. It's just like this. I don't know. I, I actually have an answer to. I was uh, uh, in abortion. Uh, abortion in Spain. Sorry. So Wikipedia says that uh, Spain is legal upon request up to 14 weeks of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But um, New York Times write, writes that um, they wrote in 2020, 2021 that abortion are abortions are legal, but a lot of doctors refuse to perform them. Mm-hmm. Many physicians in the country call themselves conscientious objectors and deny the procedures, often forcing women to travel long distances for one. In uh, Germany, we had a paragraph of our law mm. um, that was forbidding uh, gynecologists and clinics to advertise that they're doing abortions. So like abortions were legal mm. up to week 12. Like, I'm not really good informed, but I think it's up to week 12, so three months. Um, but it's illegal to inform patients about that you're offering the services. So, so how you request them? are you gonna inform yourself about like where you can do it if it is illegal for the praxis to put it on their website or to even have posters about it? So that's the way how they were like you know progressive and liberal yeah. in terms of the law. Like they're allowing it, but yeah. they're not allowing advertisement. And then like people who would be you know open and like yeah we offer abortions, mm. uh, they would be super uh, like punished and shamed if they actually put it somewhere as like you know one pinpoint somewhere on their website mm. so yeah there's big manifestations on the street and now we have a new government so you know things might be changing for the better but um, hopefully I mean obviously you all you, you all hear that in mm. this room we're all very pro pro abortion mm. um, but pro choice pro choice for sure um, but in in Germany is do you think like are there different rules depending on the like in the in in the I was going to say United Nations <laughs> in the uh, United States of America where they have different states. Yeah, we also have different states. Um, I think it's still a law that's like on a national level, so mm. it doesn't affect. But regional, um, let's say religious uh, movements or like just... Generally speaking, you can say the more you come to the south, the more um, conservative you will find cities. Is and, that like, true villages? for everywhere, every like Maybe. everywhere in the world? <laughs> like, I don't know. I think, I mean, I don't know about Spain. Is a bit mixed. Spain is a very weird country, guys. Yeah. Like yeah. sometimes I think about it, and I'm like, what the fuck. But I would say <laughs> that, like, in the more uh, in the areas where people vote more for like the Christ Democrats and like the Christian Party. Uh, and where church has more influence mm. in terms of like control of cities and stuff, uh, it might happen to you that you go to pharmacies and people really, really already shame mm. you for just like you know informing yourself about getting the morning after pill or mm. something, yeah. which uh, is legally available for everyone. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's a shame. It's you know, really annoying. something that I've done, uh, I have had to get my morning after pill like a. We were saying before, I don't remember mm. if it's three or four times mm. because uh, things happen. And what I normally do, because it really pisses me off when something happens, I normally force the person that uh, I've been having sex with to go get it in my stead. Like, ah. You go and pick it up because mm. you were the one. You're said, equally responsible. Yeah, yeah, sort of. And I'm like, I normally get very nervous. About maybe being pregnant, so I kind of like, here you go, and you pay for it. Yeah, yeah. 
But I don't know. I never, guess it's like, never even crossed my mind to know. send the other person. Like it's I, always yeah. my responsibility, but really it isn't. But yeah. it was also yeah. because of yeah. shame for yeah, yeah, on yeah, my for sure. side because yeah. I feel like if I go and I ask for it, even though it's perfectly legal, like you said, I I'm kind of gonna get judged. Mm. Like yeah. the person, mm. like mm, someone didn't use a condom, mm. someone wasn't careful, and now she's scared. Mm. Like, I think I'm scared I, of that. I think I always shared the costs for this, but also. The older I got, like, I remember last time when I got it, I just went there and I was kind of like, you know, enjoying the reaction of the person <laughs> working in the pharmacy being like, yeah, you like give me your emotions, like, you know, try to control whatever's going on in your face. It's just, you know, it was like an observation. <laughs> I sort like, of I'm a sexually it. liberated woman. Yeah. Okay. Mm, person, person, <laughs> not well, you know. I yeah. wanted to uh, say one thing just before we go on a short break again, but because um, you weren't mentioning, we were, you were saying that Sp- Spain is like uh, historically Catholic, and I think it's the same for um, the southern parts, at least of mm. Germany. I don't mm. know about the whole whole country. Damn you, Catholics! Too much and influence. <laughs> I want to, I want to say that um, being Catholic does not necessarily put an equal sign between um, uh, between being against abortion and being yeah. Catholic. Like, yeah. that is important. But, but, talking about it, I did find a quote. So I was lo- I was scrolling a bit on uh, flashback and we were sc- looking at, like, we were trying to find, like, some controversial ideas regarding abortion and all these things. And I, I found this that, that really caught my eye, sort of. And uh, this is written by Shadow K. 102 so almost okay 103 but 102 um and this person says i'm catholic in parenthesis christian and uh, and against abortions because if you start killing unborn people unborn humans uh i think the people that are doing it both the abortionist and orderer I have no idea what they mean by orderer, becomes corrupt by the action. They become a sort of killer of humans that conspire against the Catholic Church. And this can, in the end, become dangerous for society, like this type of behavior. Mm. And I think I'm just going to leave it right there and I'll let you suck a little bit, like think a little bit about it. because Let it sink in. Think about it. in the studio Fatima Marie and Belen mm-hmm. um, yes we've hey, been no. <laughs> covering some abortion uh, and uh, other stuff yeah but if you were listening just before the song then uh, I asked a question like I cited this person from flashback which basically lifted how um, like that abortion would be some sort of conspiracy against well uh, murdering is like that the person Make uh, I think, making an abortion yeah. becomes corrupt in a way, and then in some ways against the the church, the church and society as a whole. So you're killing mm. unborn life, which makes you corrupt, and also yeah. be against the church, which is like you know mm. uh, uh, material for discussion. Yeah, right yeah now. I guess. sure, for sure. I should uh, say that the person that said this uh, identifies as Catholic, which is the religion that I've been raised in myself. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't, I don't think I'm well. Am I against Catholicism? Yeah, I think so. We can have another show about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really difficult to be against religion because, mm. I mean, personally, I think 
the idea of religion is nice, but then the institution, the the institution is really that's, like that's why I was like, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. Uh, yes, but like, don't don't go around thinking that I condone Inquisition or uh, the yeah, yeah <laughs> having we sex with children and stuff or mm. jihad. No. Oi. <laughs> well, you know, because my, I was like, she's she was raised in. Uh, in Catholicism, right? Mm. And I was partially raised in Islam. Yeah. Mm. And I was raised Protestant, so yeah. we got all yeah. the spectrum. Oh my god, let's let's fire each other. Do yeah. you know any Jews that we can fire with? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I actually, sorry. I think I know I know a Jewish person. Was it here? I don't know. But I wanted to say that when we were preparing for the show we were discussing that um quote that Fatima just shared mm. as well. And uh, Belen said something that I thought was really uh sticking to my mind, um, because that person that was sort of blaming women and the practitioner uh, that does the abortion. Yeah, to that be must corrupt. what they mean by order or yeah, yeah, yeah. like that must be exactly. the practitioner. Yeah. Okay. So like that person was, you know, blaming both of these people uh, or parties. Uh, but then clearly by that statement, putting um, like the value of the unborn life way higher than the choice or the life of the pregnant woman. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, which is like so unfair in my perception. Mm, yeah. uh, and Berlin also said that. Um, if you're pro-life, like you're against abortion because you're pro-life and you want, you know, everyone, whatever, then then aren't you also kind of forced to help like every life? Like, does this not mm. also make you mm. be sort of responsible for helping like the poor and like refugees and, you know, anyone who mm. has a life and is in need? Yeah. yeah. Because it's very, very exclusive to just like say, I am entitled to blame but I'm not entitled to help. Like, yeah, what yeah. is yeah, this? I mean, it doesn't have to go hand in hand. There could be people that are against abortion, but actually do like this kind of work and yeah, help yeah, yeah, every absolutely. kind of life. But it tends to be that these people that are against choice and against abortion, they are very conservative and therefore they are against uh migration they're against people that are not from their same country they're mm. racist basically what am i why am i going around it <laughs> yeah these people tend to be racist and uh, behind being religious they hide a lot of like very controversial I mean, ideas i also feel that everyone is entitled to their own opinion so if there's people who are against abortions they can be against abortions if it's you know affecting their own personal life Mm. But I don't think you are entitled to judge someone else for their life decisions. Mm. So it's just like out of place. Like I guess it could be considered some sort of... Uh, because if you see that you're living... I'm going to play the uh, ad devil's advocate here. But if you're if you're part of... If you consider yourself part of a society, like a community, mm -hmm. then you want the community to thrive. Yeah. And if you're then convinced that uh, having abortions uh, is a corrupting part like it corrupts the people a percentage mm -hmm, of society mm -hmm. then you you're by by not condoning it then you're actively doing social work in a yeah. way yeah that's true mm. which is I, just, I, I don't agree with it but i'm just yeah. trying to mm. uh, yeah i mean it also like some people that say that um that they're against abortion they say that it's because like then people are going to be very uh, not careful um about having sex and then they're going to be getting abortion every weekend like you go to a party you know and I've never had an abortion myself 
But I just don't think it's a process that you want to go through every weekend or once a month oh or uh, uh, right. I, mean, I can testify. It was really, really, really awful. Like it was so painful, and I was uh, honestly, thankfully, high on morphine because it was, it was so painful. And also not only physically but mentally, it's yeah. a very difficult decision that you have to make. Yeah. Because not only like a life is growing inside of you, and there are emotional and hormonal ties to this yeah. to this bunch of ball of cells yeah. that you're that you're carrying around in your tummy. So that is really so not the question. Yeah, mm. it's a very difficult it's decision. Super hard. When I've had pregnancy scares, I've I've had like I've thought about going to the clinic and getting an oh, abortion myself my now. <laughs> and I've I've really felt really bad very conflicted like seriously considering maybe I could make this child work maybe we can be like the Gilmore mm-hmm. girls and we can yeah, be absolutely yeah. amazing together Ideal. because in my head I'm gonna have a daughter like <laughs> <laughs> I hope if I have sons they never get to listen to this but <laughs> I mm, I'd be a bit disappointed if I found out that I'm having a son instead <laughs> of a daughter honestly I really I really recognize myself in this uh, you'll, you'll get to share your yeah, story yeah, as no well but, but so I, I just went through this and I I like I want to be a mother. I I've always thrived like having a family, my own family, being a mother, the motherhood, it's always been very attractive to me. So when I realized I was pregnant, I went through so many thoughts. And it's just that timing-wise in my life as of this point, like we were talking about this thing. I just started a new job. So I'm on a contract, which is a trial contract. Mm-hmm. And it ends in six months. Mm-hmm. So, and then they have to decide if they can, if they want to prolong or not. And imagine then me coming there six months pregnant, being like, okay, so I did my job. My, I, I, performed, I, I performed well. Now hire me. But and they, pay my maternity leave. And then pay my maternity leave. And they're not going to do it because it's just not interesting to have me work there for three mm-hmm. months and then and then pay my, uh, my maternity leave. That's if you're leave. lucky, you could start your maternity leave uh, earlier yeah, like for sure. dangerous pregnancy. But I, also, mm-hmm. also like, that's, like, that's a thing I have to consider, even though legally they're not allowed to discriminate because of me being pregnant. But in this case, it's a trial contract, so they can say no for any given reason. Yeah. So they can just say, well, Make you know, we don't need people right now or something, something, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, I have uh, two things I would like to share here. Um, first one is connected to your exp- like hypothetical like Future, expectation yeah, now yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, um, and it is uh, a person I know um also was in a similar situation like had just recently started working found out she was pregnant um and then the employer which knew about it because she was open about it actually said well you know in order to be able to legally pay your maternity leave we need you to work for six months consecutively so if you want this you have to work until then and then so basically even though finding out about the pregnancy this employer was super supportive and Mm. said you're a good worker we want you here permanently so we are like willing to pay your maternity leave and everything because you're a worthy employee we would like to keep and I thought that was really nice and a very empowering and like cool thing to also maybe share uh, it's because maybe it happened Sweden to my sister as well but I'm working at, I'm, I have like sorry if I'm interrupting mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I have I, I do sort of I'm, I'm very expendable because I work at the postal service so they could just hire anyone else to do it like yeah. we don't need any uh, but my sister when my older sister had her kid she was working at, like she's from a very small town she lives in a very small town so people are like they know each other and they're like 
family is not the right word, but, you know, helpful and close. So she also managed to get a job being pregnant and all that. Yeah. So it can work. Like yeah. all of these things mm-hmm. generally tend to work out. But I, I was really the, scared. About what's it. what's also really unfair is that we have to think about these things and we have to try and time our pregnancy so that our careers are not as affected as they could be. Yeah. And this is a burden that people that don't get pregnant because they... Like, can't I'm yeah. honestly I always think I when I go to an interview yeah. I'm like I'm in the the age group where they're yeah. gonna be like is they're she gonna, gonna be have like kids are you soon? planning to have kids yeah. I don't yeah. know what I'm gonna have I'm for like, dinner later what? lady like what? I don't know <laughs> I don't think like I really don't think that any of my male friends has ever looked up the things that I've been looking up before going abroad to different countries. Like I've spent my Erasmus semester in uh, Sweden and maybe it's a stereotype, but you know, people who are on an Erasmus semester might be, you know, sexually active and like you want to know about your choices. And as a girl, you might be interested in that even before you Mm -hmm. go. So I've been looking up, you know, how is the legal situation? Like, can one have an abortion? What if it comes down to the worst case? It never happened to me in the end, but like I researched my chances as a woman to have access to abortions and how much they cost and like all of this before I even entered the country which I think is insane and no guy is probably going to do no. it sorry if also, there's a guy who's doing it you yeah, know like then that would yeah. be really considerate thank and you very, very much, much guy that's very doing much. it <laughs> uh, and, just uh, yeah um, I, uh, we're going to go on a little short break quickly mm-hmm. but uh, I just wanted to mention that in Sweden um, everybody has a right to an abortion even if you are not a citizen you can come from abroad and have an abortion in Sweden if you if you need one uh, just putting it out there so just come visit us quote unquote and then you can have an abortion and we will give you a lot of tea and cookies that are tasty. Yes. Uh, we've touched on period. We've touched on abortion. abortion. And now we're going to touch on the pressure to procreate, which is a very female issue, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, uh, this is something that is always in the back of my mind. I have not made up my mind whether I want kids or not. It was a thing that I was very sure about when I was a teenager. I've always said I wanted to be a mom. I'm mm-hmm. a very caring person. Mm-hmm. And I like taking care of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Confirm. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. a caring yeah. person. She cares mm-hmm. for a living. You know, and... Um, but the older I get, the more difficult the decision seems to be for me because I've I've gone through mental health issues. I have a hard time taking care of myself. And the thought of a living creature uh, depending on me 24-7 really gives me shivers. Like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I'm very worried about passing on my mental yeah, health problems to yeah. the potential kid. I have the same fear. Yeah. I, I just think it's funny how I was... Um, for a long time like the worst case scenario in my life would have been like finding out I'm pregnant Mm -hmm. and I remember the moment when I was like okay so if I'm now finding out I'm pregnant I think my life is not going to end like I don't know it wasn't until recently that I was like okay I think I'm not going to like freak out I mean I'm going to freak out but like I'm not going to die I'm not going to have to like not finish school I'm not like Mm -hmm. I'm sort of like I'm settled like I have I have a job, I'm sort of educated and I'm probably like capable of dealing with the situation in any direction. Like if I'm getting abortion or if I'm deciding to keep the child, 
it, but yeah, for a long time, this was like the worst case scenario in my life. Like finding out I was pregnant is like the scariest thing that could happen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, all this Definitely. weird relatives. I, I, was, I was like sort of when I was yeah. younger, I was secretly wishing for it. Like oh. if I, I think that's oh, the, wow. that's the insane thing. Like had I gotten pregnant at 20, I would have been a mother by now. Oh. I always thought I would have kids by 25 because I grew up in an environment with where people had kids early. Uh, but then I think when you grow up, you start to get like you have a, like a bigger notion of consequences mm-hmm. you know you like and what effects things have and talking about like mental health issues like last year like over and over I, i've like i've had depressions coming and going and last year was like really shit ass hard mm-hmm. and i don't know um like i i i'm not ready Mm. and I'm approaching 30 and then you have like the same little thought that's like (laughs) approaching 30 (laughs) Uh, approaching 30 (laughs) and then you have like the thing that's like well it would be nice to be a young mother all Gilmore Mm. girls are all Mm. you know the and biologically we're like very ready for it at at this age and And that's the thing it's not only us making the decision it's a societal decision that's sort of taking for you everybody expects you at some point to be a mother yeah and nobody ever gets questions like when someone says I want to be a mom nobody says why that's true just yeah. give me your why do you want to be a mother like that's not questioned but if you're there to say to someone no I actually do not have any interest. desire any yeah. interest and like no I, I don't want to wait a few years to get mm-hmm. my motherly instinct to come out I just don't want kids and mm. then people like will grind you to death yeah yeah. Like I guess I'm lucky because my family doesn't expect me to ever have like a a stable partner and or kids or getting married or a house or anything like I think my family is like you alive we yeah. happy <laughs> I <laughs> so. remember when I changed my boyfriend like it's you a while changed ago him. you went to you went to like the supermarket and you were like I'm gonna oh, be fun yeah. this one back and get a new one <laughs> here's the <laughs> ticket I would so like my money back <laughs> when I exchanged my boyfriend I remember at the time I was like early 20s and my mom was like um you cannot go on just like changing b- your boyfriend like all the time because like in at your some 20s point, and like I'm like uh, I think that was the first time I was really like mad at my mom and my dad backed me up which was really cool so that this one goes out to you thanks um <laughs> Yeah, but like seriously, anyone out there listening to us, like mind your own business. Maybe a woman <laughs> wants to get pregnant. Maybe a woman doesn't want to get pregnant. Maybe a woman really doesn't manage to get pregnant. Maybe, you know, people having a hard time conceiving. It's just none of your business. It's yeah. their business. And like, don't put them into this emotional, hard edge thing mm. where you're constantly like triggered because it's just none of your concern. Yeah, really. Like the, and yeah. it can be really Do you hurtful. Have kids, like expecting people to have yeah, kids. And yeah. When am I getting grandchildren and great grandchildren and like all of those mm. things? Like it's, life it's is like hard enough without these questions. Yeah, yeah, mm. right. It's. I, I think know, I, I myself, I got very lucky in that department. I have not had any member of my family concerned with it. But we're running out of time, guys. Yeah, I w- I still want us to share this one. Uh, it's humorous. Take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah. But this is one quote that we also saw on, on controversial ideas. Mm-hmm. Please go ahead, Marie. If men could get abortion... No, no, I fucked it up. <laughs> if men could get pregnant, abortion clinics would be like Starbucks. Available, like two of them in every block in the city. Uh, and we just thought that maybe there's a little truth to that. So yeah, yeah. don't we all it. feel like that's the truth at least? Change yeah. the yeah. world together. Yeah. 
Uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today, for listening to us talk about the uterus, being the hysterical three. Uh, I hope you all have a good Sunday evening. And uh, if you're li- listening later on, then that life's it's just Saturday. good for you. Saturday evening, hope, sorry. Hope your Saturday. Sunday evening is also cool. <laughs> sorry, but Saturday. Mixing. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Follow here us is, on social media. Yes, here is uh, West Indies Coffee. Okay, it's Saturday, guys. Saturday. Saturday, 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 Saturday. Dirt from your shoes out of Judy Bruce's bedroom. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try this again. Thank god this isn't live. You've just heard a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You'll find all our shows at k103.se. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Stay tuned. <laughs>